The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. If I got an email, you guys are going to really enjoy it. Well, at least I will. You're really going to like this one, Brady. I'll get to it in a second. Thanks to Ranch, uh, uh, Ranch House Grill for bringing us uh, those gigantic burritos this morning. I just went in there and... I went to move the little styrofoam packets in. You couldn't pick it up. I, 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 I didn't go in with enough forethought to think you got to put some effort into this. It's like thinking you're lifting five pounds, you're lifting 30. My body was like, nope, we didn't bring enough juice to this party. You got to get a little more uh, inertia in on that. I, it's huge and it's great and it's on sale now. Uh, the KUPD burrito. Breakfast yeah, burrow. It's the 98 KUPD breakfast burrow, the big red breakfast burrito. $9.79. Hey, I know where they got that. 97.9. Uh, it's Monday through Friday. If you want to go over there, they're right there on 56th and Thomas. Uh, Sausage, a, bacon. We know it's in a burrito, Brady. Settle down. Four eggs. <laughs> we get it. Four eggs. Those are ostrich eggs if there's only four eggs. Man, that thing is Ham. huge. Yeah. All right. Well, Brady reads off the ingredients of a basic burrito. <laughs> it's, we get it, but it's a lot of what big. you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Take your burrito, triple it, and it's a 9.79, and you're going to be, you're going to feel it family style. Porn changed that so much. Like it used to be yeah, such a nice thing to say, but now don't, family don't style is so bad. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it does, like when you say family style, I'm like, God damn it. My brain goes, oh, you don't talk about that. Same reason I couldn't see the garage grunts without laughing. My, my <laughs> I saw that when they dropped off. I knew it. Listen to this. Now, you remember this morning we were talking about uh, the lines to pick up your kids at school and schools back in drive lines. Forever, the drive lines. You got to pick up those kids. like an hour to wait. Guy emailed me and he says, uh, my wife leaves an hour before school ends to get a decent spot. Right. Yep. And uh, has to wait still. So like, and, I'm, and I'm like, how long is the walk? And he goes, it's about three miles. It would take the kid about an hour and we don't want them. They're five and seven. And I'm like, there's no bus. And he goes, we don't want them in there with the kids on the bus. I'm like, bougie bastards. That's the problem. So it's just thinking your kid shouldn't hobnob. It's this whole everybody except everyone world and. You know, diversity is huge, and the kids don't see color or poor or rich or whatever, but you won't let your kids get on a bus with them. That's for sure. We want our kids to accept everyone, except those miserable bus kids. Yuck. Anyway, so we talked about how you're – I've looked around. I've seen your kids. Your your American kids are just giant sacks of used Cheetos. They're huge. The whole lot of them over there at Arcadia School waddling around like pre-diabetic heart diseases – uh, in eight-year-old packages, they need a walk. Uh, Cheetos are out, John. It's uh, Takis. Takis are big, yeah. Uh, but either way, they're eating a lot, and I'm seeing it. And there's a few of the abductable ones. But the gigantic ones, you got to walk them home until they become abductable size, and then they're worth picking up. Otherwise, 
And this is proof of it. Keep them at the safety size. Yeah, yeah. safety size is big, and they need to walk it off. Uh, This guy emails me. His name's Darren. He goes, John, when I was growing up, uh, I was what you'd call a husky kid. Hmm. And one of the most traumatizing things that ever happened to me was one day I was walking home from school, and a truck pulled up, and a guy jumped out, knocked me over. All my books, my backpack, everything went flying. And he tried to get me up off the ground, but I just went dead. I panicked. He had his hands under my armpits, and he was pulling me and trying to pull me up. And I thought my shoulders were going to come out of the sockets. And he kept screaming, get up, kid, get up, over and over. And I didn't. I didn't fight. I just froze. He drug me as far as he could to the truck's passenger door. Then a person shouted something. I still don't know what they said, but it made him drop me. And he ran to the other side of the truck and drove away. And I always thought, man, was I lucky. But after your chat this morning, I realized I was just physically unabductable. (laughs) My entire life... Uh, I always thought my instincts kicked in, and I was just a smart kid. I prided myself on it. I actually told other kids, hey, if anything ever happens to you, just go limp. (laughs) But you've changed all that. Thousands of dollars in therapy and things and doctors where I was always praised, brave, smart. I've been ruined by your tirade about being too fat to pick up. I'm 39 years old, and you've done this to me. I still love you, but honestly, something inside me has disallowed me to ever admit I was just too big a slob to get picked up and stuffed in a car. <laughs> well, it saved your life. And your parents were right. Pushing you back and forth to school. Man, too big to pick up. Most of the kids I saw at that elementary school, I got stuck in that line yesterday. Way too big to abduct. <laughs> Nobody's going to waste their time picking up a chub. And it, and it you goes know where back. the other ones are, John? What? They're in sports. <laughs> They're in after-school activities. Running around playing soccer and basketball. <laughs> Meanwhile, Augustus <laughs> Gloop over here needs a ride because he can't make it the quarter of a mile to his house. To pick up the band kid in his tuba. Yeah, the athletes are getting groomed properly. <laughs> right. Well, they can run faster than the abductors. Like I said earlier, you got yourself a John Binet. You should get in line and pick that one up. It's a target. It's nothing to do with looks. It has everything to do with the business model of the abductor. You get a giant kid, uh, you got to feed it like seven times a day or it's going to scream all the time. Sorry about that, Darren. I didn't mean to ruin it. But, you know, your story is both funny and awful. Did they ever catch the guy? Oh, that's You got to find out. He tried to pick up the fat kid and drug it's, him around the road. It's a no win for parents. There's stress on either side. Oh, sure. Stress that your one is really abductable, and the stress is, oh, man, too big, and I can't get them to... Well, there's a medium. There's a moderate in the middle of that. Yeah. Abductable, but, uh, you know, smart enough to get away because they're athletic, maybe could move. This big kid's defense mechanism was to go full dugong on the guy on the sidewalk and become a sandbag. (laughs) And it worked. Well, Brady did it. It was him panicking, like, well, this is my fate. Like, the, really, his brain was basically like, look, yeah. we ain't getting away. Until the guy yelled something. Right. Yeah, His whole body was the like... The guy was still working getting the dugong right. in there. Basically, his mentality was, well, this is, this, is my, this is my future. This is There's nothing we can do about this. You're too fat the, to run. The fight or flight did right. not kick just, in. Just, just be as big as you can be. <laughs> Blowed up. <laughs> Blowfish, kid. That's all you got. You don't have a weapon. You don't have any brains. You just... But all those therapists are like, you're such a smart boy because you, you realized at that moment just going dead, not helping him at all. It's like, no, I didn't. I just was too fat to pick up. Now, I'm not saying abductors. Now he knows are- what to do next time. 
we should fight back, really. I mean, Wait a be- minute, at 39? He's yeah. Gonna try Just to in case it happens again. <laughs> what? He knows. Wow. Fight back. No. I mean, you could get attacked. I don't think anybody's going to try to drag you into sure, the car. Sure, it's a little further down the road. Yeah, at what? age 39. Man. Get in the car! Get in the car! What's going on? And he just goes, yeah, 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 this works every time. Not again! He's a fainting goat. <laughs> it's a- what he is, only a really big fainting goat. <laughs> it's horrible to think about, but the whole, pro- I think in hindsight, it's hilarious to mentally picture a guy runs out, I'm going to get that one. Puts the kid on his ass, and his, his defense is just like, dead weight, dead weight, dead weight. Become the sandbag. Sandbags himself, the dude can't lift him up. <laughs> And he's gone through therapy, and he's gone to people telling him what a brilliant, smart child he is. And in one stupid morning show rant, (laughs) you were unabductably big. Damn it. All all I was saying is, everybody thinks their kid's going to get abducted. I looked at a bunch of them yesterday at that school, and most of them are too big to abduct. There are a load of large children. And they need to walk. Yep. Hoof it. And I'll give you, you know, you got a distance and, you know, everything. But I do like sure. the, I do like the boot, like what Brady even said. Never heard much good happening on a bus. I don't know what you've heard about buses. <laughs> There's no stories on buses that are bad. Rode a bus just, every day in well, school. I know. And then, then you don't want uh, Kirby hanging out with the likes right, of you. Exactly. That's basically what I, it is. I, I know what You're making this point for him. I know. <laughs> but basically it's like, I try to keep Kirby away from the less desirable. <laughs> That's essentially yeah. what you said. Yeah. I want her to Maybe be. Maybe there's a little of that. Yeah. I there. want her to be acceptable uh, to people between, I approve. Of. Between the lines, Brady for the squares tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, I want her to like everyone say. so long as they're worth it. <laughs> it's poor people activity. Yuck. At least I'm open about it. Oh my kid, really weirdos on a bus doing drugs. But the buses aren't bad. Buses. No, are, I've heard good things about bus drivers. What have you heard? Well, bus drivers. How many bus drivers have you Come on. heard bad I'm just kidding. About? I've heard exactly. hilarious stories about Right. Sure. Drunk. Gary Gullickson would take us to bus drivers. the beginning of the year and at the end of the year. Think about everybody that, a cheeseburger. Though. That's like plane crashes. 4,200 planes bouncing around. One goes down and everybody thinks the whole thing's unsafe. And One I, bus driver gets drunk and the millions and millions of bus drivers that go on day-to-day two, three, four routes a day. Uh, nothing goes on. That's all you hear about. So bus, I did, buses I did some bus sad. time, yeah. not to, you know, field trips. and Sure, but you wouldn't go back and forth day to day with those poor kids from Greeley You know why you did that? Because you were forced to. You couldn't get out. <laughs> we, had to go I, we walked. Man. Those hillbillies from the neighboring town. <laughs> Pick up that dirty kid. And I'm get not him. getting on there with Mike Bike. <laughs> Mike Bike should have driven his international harvester to school, hillbilly. Anyway, it just makes me laugh hysterically that it's this whole inclusive children can't see color. We're doing he, she, them, they teaching. We don't know what scoliosexual is, but we're learning that in school. But God forbid those little mother meet somebody bad on a bus. Yuck, he's poor. He's a bus kid. You're teaching them exclusion constantly. Get on the bus. Meet the riffraff. The riffraff. They got to earn their keep. You got to earn it. You got to recognize what riffraff is. But becoming unabductable, I'm sorry to Darren. That's a very funny story. My, my, I mentally picture how funny that actually is. Just a big fat kid ro- like rolling around on the side of the road and some guy's trying to drag him and can't get him in the car. Get in. Get up. Why well, was he trying to abduct you anyway? 
I'm going to look into that bus thing. I think Kirby would enjoy it. It doesn't matter if she enjoys it. It's a mode of transportation. You're not looking into bus. Yeah. You're You're not going to do that. And Why this, not? No, because the second Kirby says no, yeah. you're going to be like, well, right, well, if she says no, then, you know. Well, then, then why even thought about it? She's not going to say it. no. <laughs> she's, getting a, she's getting a ride in a Lincoln every day. What does she need a bus for? If like, all she's going to I'm not interested. All right, just thought I'd toss it out there. Can I make another steak? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll work on the grill. No, I was saying, that's why I'm saying she might like it. Hey, Daddy, my bedroom's not going to clean itself. All right, I'm on it. Sorry about that. She might almost like it. done. I'm almost done scrubbing with the pledge like you, re- you requested. The only way she might like it is if you make her ride the bus one day. You no. don't give her a choice. <laughs> Look, he's not I know. making I, Kirby do anything. That's what I'm saying. You know what would happen? It would be like, you're going to ride that bus. That's, that's the last word. Looks like I'm missing school today. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Get in the Lincoln. Brett's back. Well, anyway. I missed it. You missed the letter from the guy who was yeah. too fat to be abducted. I heard oh, a little bit about it, way, but man. Yeah, we're trying to get Brady's like, maybe I will let Kirby ride the bus. Until That's Kirby not goes, happening. <laughs> See, even Brett, <laughs> Brett, Brett, he'll Brett send a stretch memo. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Not even happening. I'm sorry. You're not doing that. Stop pretending. You won't even let her Be on there. Be good experience for you, you made bunny face. You made your mom's face. When you did. Ugh, the bus. <laughs> you made that yuck face. My my little angel's not going to climb on there with Toledo's kids. <laughs> yuck. Big baggy pants, James Mansfield trying to sell her vape pens. <laughs> my baby she doesn't buying new that. merchandise on the Get on the marketplace on the bus daddy oh, yeah. I met a cool new girl named Alex on the bus and she was selling me vape pens <laughs> you like vaping I'll go to the vape store and get some more doll get in the Lincoln you're not putting her on any school bus your face this morning told the tale Ugh, the bus <laughs> Mike Bike rode the bus <laughs> anyway to Darren, the kid too fat to pick up, count your blessings and go talk to your therapist about, like, you weren't brave and you weren't smart. You were fat. Congratulations. It saved your life. But uh, most of those kids at that school I saw yesterday, just going back to that. I love that letter. Thank you, Darren. And please, by all means, follow up. Did the guy get caught? Uh, and uh, how much have you spent on therapy that's just been a lie? <laughs> It's been all lies to you. So brave, Dan. I know it's been traumatizing. 39. It's been probably 30 years of this. I'm a brave little boy. It is never a defense. Give up immediately. Just lay there. <laughs> Hopefully you're too fat to pick up. <laughs> Worst advice ever. <laughs> you're getting attacked. The best thing you can do is turtle up. Possum. Possum up, kids. Act dead. They're like bears. They'll leave you alone if they think you're dead. You probably were having a heart attack, too. You might want to look into that. (laughs) Sounds like you were a giant. Anyway, the unabductable children. We'll get to it in moments. But thank you, Darren. You made my morning. That letter. (laughs) That's the best email we've gotten since that lady yelled at me for the beep meaning the N-word every time. (laughs) Kara? Haven't heard from her. Uh, it's 923. We got our FanDuel picks coming up next. It's 98 KUPD. Walk your kids. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet! 
mesquite repeat ericsfamilybbq.com